At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com boost. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and on iHeartRadio. If you would like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out about the other great programming we have available for you 24 7, 365, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, just visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This hour, we're talking about my favorite subject, angels. My guest this hour is Mary Ellen. She is the angel scribe, and she has written her weekly pet newspaper column, Pet Tips and Tales, for 15 years. The stories are filled with inspiration, humor, education, and heartwarming stories. She is also an award-winning photojournalist and the author of two books, Expect Miracles and A Christmas Filled with Miracles. 40,000 copies of her books have been sold. They are printed in English, Portuguese, Greek, Indonesian, and Korean. Miracles have happened to Mary Ellen for decades, and she has had her Miracles stories published in 24 books compiled by other authors, and they have appeared in various international magazines. Seven of Mary Ellen's Miracle stories are printed in Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Mary Ellen has over 1,000 inspirational messages she has scribed directly from angelic guidance just waiting to be shared from her book. The impressive list of written accomplishments and personal experience explains her nom de plume of Angel Scribe. Joining me now from the beautiful west coast of Canada is Angel Scribe Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Thank you so much. It's a joy to be here, and uh, 
hopefully uplifting your readers with wonderful pet stories and miracles. Well, I'm sure you will, my dear. Um, for the listeners who may not have had the pleasure of hearing you before on the Exxon Radio Show on our networks, tell us about yourself. Um, I began writing in earnest in 1996 by accident. My mm-hmm. mother gave my daughter a computer, which was unknown to us, what they were really. It was sitting in the living room, and I went on to AOL and uh, went into the angel chat rooms. And I do inspirational angelic messages. And I would share them one at a time, and pretty soon everybody in the room was sharing them with their friends, and then mm-hmm. people started writing me about a month later, and they said, can I get on your newsletter? And I thought, I don't have a newsletter, I just have a mailing list. And then the artist formerly known as Prince's Webmaster asked me if she could print them. New Line Cinema asked if they could print them in their inspirational areas on the line, and I didn't know anything about the computer. I had to learn how to send an email, and pretty soon I had 50,000 readers. My goodness. Everything that has happened to me has been totally directed. I really feel when you listen to your heart, Mm -hmm. God will move you forward. You have no idea what's going to happen a second from now, a minute from now, a year from now, and who you will evolve and become. I would imagine in this uh, society uh, that we are facing today, the angels are quite busy. I <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah. How did you how did you start connecting with angels? Um I just knew in my heart they were out there. Mm-hmm. I did, I believed in them. I couldn't see them. My uh friend Atira can see them since she was in a crib, but I just believed in them. I noticed when something really bad happened to me like when I went into a foster home. Oh, yeah. I was only 3 and it opened my eyes up to to new worlds how people lived. And any time anything bad happened to me, I noticed good things came of it. It was I understood from an early age that school was a learning um, situation. And then when I started to hear the angels, first you have to make sure you're not crazy. But the messages are so full of love, and that's how you can tell if it's an angel talking to you. Each message is love and caring and compassionate and uplifting. And with such a joy with these messages, I started to hand them out first as photocopies Mm -hmm. to people when I would go somewhere or sit in church until they'd spread around. And the more you use any gift, the more you practice with a piano, it gets sharper and clearer. And um, one of the interesting pet miracles was when I was like, um, before I got on the Internet, um, I was like, 25, I was newly married, I'd met my husband, and we'd been married within under 100 days. Wow. And um, we went on our honeymoon, and we'd taken our two silver Persians, Camelot and Chanel. And um, the harnesses at that time weren't very good, Mm -hmm. and at 10 o'clock at night, uh, Nimbus had, while we were setting up camp, slipped out of his harness and disappeared. Uh Now, this was a cat, yeah it's terrifying. We were we lived on Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. We'd had to take a you know, a ferry to the mainland. We traveled to the States and I knew the stories about pets um coming home to their people, but I knew this one couldn't swim a channel. So and he was shy, he was caring, he was so loving. And so for a honeymoon we spent the next three days going around the city, putting up posters, speaking to the radio stations and all uh, putting notes up by the school, because, you know, kids see every cat. Sure. And this cat was different. He was white with green Disneyland eyes and black mm. eyeliner. Anyway, um, and we'd be out at 3 and 4 in the morning going, liver, 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 because that's the only thing he ever really came to. Yeah. And 
when we realized our honeymoon was over and we were headed back to Vancouver Island, it was four in the morning, and I thought, this is my last chance. So I said, dear God, if you're out there, if you're really, really out there, please lead me to my cat. Now, we had scouted around this entire town end to end. So anyways, and then I put my hands to my side, and then I moved like a radar. I thought, I, I don't know what possessed me, but I, and here's my new husband who hardly knew me, and I'm turning in this slow, slow, slow circle. Please show me which direction to go, you know. And, Rob, two invisible hands were placed on my back. And they, they turned me around to go down one street mm-hmm. that we hadn't hardly gone down. It, and when we got to the end of it, the hands pressed hard on my right shoulder, so we turned left. And then we got to the end of that street. It pressed hard on my left shoulder to go right. We walked up a little hill. We hadn't been up. And, and just then, the sun came out, and like a magical story, the hands lift my shoulders, and I, I just thought, oh, no, now we have to start heading home. And so I called him again, and he was probably... 30 feet from me, and he came out from underneath a bush. Oh, my down. gosh. You know, what is that? What is that magic? You know, to me, it's mm-hmm. the angels. It was God answering my prayer. God can't be everywhere, so I believe he sends angel, which means messenger. That is one riveting story. <laughs> Just another day in my life. <laughs> my goodness. So when did you do the transformation from writing about people and angels to writing animals and angels? Well, I knew um, that pets are as interesting as people. Mm -hmm. And we live in this tiny town, Cottage Grove, Oregon. I'm just visiting my mother here in Canada to advocate for her. But um, I noticed the newspaper was in trouble. It was as if the editor at the time didn't love the town or the people. And so... um, I I drove up to the next town where the publisher manager was, mm-hmm. and I took 14 things. Like if you did this article called like Golden Times, we could interview. You know, you could interview somebody at a nursing home and find out why they moved to town and why they love town. And then I I said to get people of all races and ages reading, we need to take an interest. And so I listed off all 14 things. I mean, people in town have had miracles. We could do a miracle column, you know? Yeah. I kept saying, you, you. And when I got to the end, I said, in a pet column would incorporate elderly and young people and social economic backgrounds. It covers everybody. So then five or six of their friends would want to buy the paper, you see, to get up um, subscription sure. for interest. So this lady known as the Dragon Lady, <laughs> she's since retired, took her pointy finger, jabbed number 14, which was a pet column, and said, do this. And I looked at her, because I'd written two books on miracles. I had the angel scribe flowing beautifully right. on the Internet, and I always thought that was my destiny. And all of a sudden, here she's saying, do this. And so that was 15 years ago, and she said, what are you going to call it? And I'm thinking, 30 seconds ago, I didn't even know I had a column. <laughs> and, I, and I was in a panic. I knew I wanted to educate people about pets, and I'm a, I'm a punny sort of person, and so I said, well, uh, pet tips, because every dog has a tip on the end of their tail that's white generally, and tails, because they have the tip on the end of their tail. So I call it pet tips and tails, because I knew, beside being educational uh, and telling a story about an animal, I wanted to help 
educate people and children of the next generation how to better care for their pets and understand them. I love it. Stand by. We've got to take our first break. Exxon Nation, our special guest this hour is Mary Ellen, the Angel Scribe. Her website is www.angelscribe.com. That's www.angelscribe.com. And Mary Ellen and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Gwilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of the Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest and armed with over 40 years experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Gwilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk.
Exonation, Mary Ellen is the angel scribe, and she's with us tonight talking about everything angelic. Of course, my favorite topic. Her website is www.angelscribe.com. So tell me, do pets have miracles like we humans have miracles? They sure do. Um, well, <laughs> they do. They, they have souls. We have souls. We're all connected. And sometimes their miracles uh, would just you know, blow our socks off. Um, one thing that I remembered was uh, this couple in my tiny town were camping. Mm-hmm. And they got on their, their, in their camper, and they drove to California, and they stopped off somewhere else. And when they get over a thousand miles out of Oregon, they see this kitten running uh, around their campsite. This kitten had jumped underneath of somewhere on the axle of their um, trailer and traveled all that distance to end up in California. And when I met them, they had uh, moved back to, Cal, uh, to Cottage Grove because they liked the area, and they still had that cat who was now 19 years old. Now, you tell me why that cat didn't fall off from underneath that um, trailer mm-hmm. all that distance. It's amazing. And another story, it's my very, very favorite, will become your, your listeners, too. Okay. Sister Mary Julia, um, she had a shelter, and um, people would come by and drop off their animals. And one day... Um, and and adopt, and the shelter since closed. And one day, this elderly couple comes with a cat, a big fluffy orange kitty, and uh, they didn't even give its name. All they said was their daughter had died. They'd taken the cat into their home, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't acclimating. They just couldn't handle it. So uh, they called up Sister Brenda, and she carried the kitty down to the um the catery, where the cats are usually placed in a cage until they became acclimated to the free-roaming area, because they were always allowed outside. They had a safe area. And uh, that cat pushed his hind legs against her like a bunny and leaped up onto a windowsill and literally for the next six years didn't leave. If people came to look at him to adopt him, he'd give them the cold shoulder. He really <laughs> wouldn't let anybody get close to him. He'd just look out that window and down the driveway. They moved the shelter, which was a mobile home, several times during the six years. And once when they moved it to um, outside Duncan, British Columbia, they um, had it positioned, and the cat couldn't see down the driveway, and it was so antsy, they called in the crew, you know, we all, we take care of our kitties and our dogs, and moved it so it could see down the driveway. Well, time passes, And uh, one day, this young lady comes up to the shelter, and, uh, well, the car drove up. Sister Mary, um, oh, the Mother Superior looked out the window, and she saw crutches come out of the car, and then she sees this very frail young lady coming up the stairs, and she goes out to meet her in the parking lot, and she says, "Um, may I help you? And the young lady says, I've come to adopt a cat. Mine's died. And um, I was in the hospital for a long time, and my cat died. And so um, I've come for another one, and, and Mother Superior was really concerned. She said, can you take care of a, a yeah. cat? She said, yes, I absolutely love cats, and I miss mine dearly. So they walked over to the uh, trailer, mm-hmm. and the young lady climbed the stairs first and entered. And as soon as she entered, honest to God, Rob, that cat did his bunny leap 
off of that windowsill, onto that lady's chest, threw her to the ground. Her crutches went two different directions. Mother Superior is horrified. And that lady's laughing. Well, I always cry here. That lady's laughing and hugging her cat. That cat waited six years looking down that driveway You're... for his owner. The people who dropped them off were this lady's parents, and they had lied to Mother oh, Superior, not a good gosh. karma, no. and said that their daughter had died, but she hadn't. And so they told the daughter the cat died. And, oh, and Victoria is a big place. Is, Vancouver yeah. Island's a big place. There's pet stores mm-hmm. you can adopt animals from. There's pet shelters you can adopt them. But why did she drive out of Victoria, past all these other towns, down to Maple Bay, go to this one shelter where a cat had been waiting six years, if that's not a miracle? That is a miracle. And that is a beautiful story. And what makes it so special is it's real. It's not fabricated. And when I started to work on um, my book, Mm -hmm. um, Expect Miracles, and I knew about this miracle, I called up Sister Mary Julia and I said, I remember you telling me that story about 20 years ago. Could you tell it to me again? Word for word, she told me the same story. She cried, I cry, I cry every time I tell it on the radio. It moves my heart because it gives such hope to all of us. And having been in a foster home and wanting to go home, that story means so much to me, too. Do I, uh, we hear that angels, you know, Archangel, Michael, Gabriel, and the list goes on, manifest themselves at times to people. And they're always these angelic beings that we have seen painted and depicted by the masters over the years. Can an animal appear as an angel? Oh my gosh, you're reading my mind. My girlfriend Linda was down at the dog park, and mm-hmm. in Vancouver it has this like um, spit you can kind of walk out on. Yes. Anyways, one summer evening she heard the most beautiful sound. There was a woman at the end of the spit, and she was mm-hmm. singing Ave Maria. And Linda just loves music. And as she passed somebody walking by her with a dog, she said, aren't, aren't we lucky to be serenaded like that tonight? And the guy looked at her crazy and said, if you say so. Mm-hmm. She thought, well, I guess he's not social. And then she passes an older gentleman, and she said, can you believe that beautiful music? And he looks at her crazy and says, uh-huh. And she thought, well, that's a weird reaction. But she's so drawn to this this beautiful voice. She and her three dogs walk out to the end of the spit and she and the lady literally floats around and looks at her <laughs> and uh, Linda just says, thank you so much for entertaining us tonight. It's beautiful and the lady just nods at her and turns around. And Linda said that her dog stood there immobile looking in the direction of this singer. And so as Linda walked away, she turned one more time to yell back, thank you. Yes. Lady was gone. But how many more minutes do we have left? There's part two and three of this. Well, I, I've got four minutes. I've got about three and a half minutes left in this segment. So, so we can do I was part so two. excited. I wanted to type up the story for Pet Tips and Tales, my newspaper column. Mm-hmm. I ran back. I started typing it up. And, uh, oh, no, as I was coming home, I saw one of the shopkeepers that I knew had her back door wide open on an alley. And I thought, that isn't safe. 
So I parked and I went in, and when I get to the front of the store, she says, how did you get in? And I said, your door's unlocked. And she goes, oh, and she runs right past me without another word, and I follow her, and she has all the keys to both of her homes, to her brand-new Cadillac sitting in the driveway, to her other cars, and to her shop in there. And she reaches and she grabs her purse at the door full of the cash for the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And she says, you have no idea what you've done for me. And I thought, well, it must have been that angel story at the beach. So I come in. I type up the story. I'm super stoked. I go over to my friend Linda's house with the story to show her because she doesn't have a computer. And after we're chatting for a while, I get so antsy. I can't stand it. I said, Linda, I actually have to go. And I don't know why. She says, come on, you must know why. I said, I have no clue. So I literally, I ran back to the um, apartment. I come inside and go, oh, no. I had put something on the stove, totally forgot about it, spent three hours typing and visiting Linda, and the water was just draining out, ready to burn. Man. So that's one, one thing that I've learned, that miracles compound on themselves. It's like once you're open to them, mm-hmm. you're really open to them. And the secret is to ask for them and expect them, and then to react on them. Don't just push them away. So how often are you in communication with the angels? I did a little prayer, because I'm a pretty lazy person. (laughs) I'm a hard worker, but lazy. My grandma just said they get more done. Um, And the prayer was, Dear God, Please lead me to those that are in need, where I can answer something for them, where I can help them, and where I can say something, where I can be an asset in other people's lives. Literally, this is my life's goal and dream and desire, is to be of divine use to other people. And Rob, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, you just answered my prayer. Just over and over and over, or you're an angel, you know. And um, like one day I was walking down the street here, and I saw this lady with beautiful, beautiful white, uh, no, her hair was just turning a little bit white. Okay. And I thought, that hair is so gorgeous. So I sped up, and we got to the traffic light. I said, your hair is so beautiful. Don't ever color it. And she goes, <gasps> and I said, what? She said, just this second, she looked into the window and looked at her hair and thought, is it time I colored my hair? <laughs> oh, that is uncanny. <laughs> and I'm that not like a psychic uncanny. person like, you know, John Holland and James Van Prague and my friend Atira. Yeah. I'm just I'm just open to God working in my life. You're just Mary Allen. That's who you are. That's <laughs> like tell people. Mary, just me. Mary, please stand by you and I have to take our break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Exxon Nation, the one and only Mary Ellen, the angel scribe, is my special guest this hour. Her website is www.angelscribe.com. And Mary Ellen and I will be back on the other side of this short break after the news. Don't go away.
broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State certified occupational school training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments enabling international participation and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Mary Ellen is our special guest. She is the angel scribe, and uh, she has also had over 1,000 inspirational messages that she has scribed directly from angelic guidance, just waiting to be shared in, a, in book form. The impressive list of her written accomplishments and personal experiences explains her nom de plume of angel scribe. This is uh, quite a tribute to a resident of Cottage Grove that some may have thought of as just another housewife. Well, that is until now. Mary Ellen, 
Thank you so much for joining us back here in the X-Zone. I have to ask you, what has been the most awe-inspiring angel, angel experience or angel miracle that you have been part of? Oh, my gosh. Well, when I was... There's so many. When I was working on my book, Expect Miracles, oh, I was working late into the night. I went to bed exhausted. Uh, my husband had um, made some tea for me. It was on the stove. I poured some. It slopped over. I thought, I'm too tired. I don't care. I took my cold tea up to the bedroom. I came down in the morning, and there on our stove was a perfect angel. She had a halo. She had a face. She had nose. She had a finger pointing to a book in her hand with little splattered stars around it. She had a dress with a frill on it. And I thought, oh, that happens all the time. I wonder what I do with it. But, um, I called a neighbor, and she came over, and I called the local newspaper, and mm-hmm. I said, um, you might want to come and see this. It's rather unusual. And so the reporter comes in like, yeah, 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 let me see the angel on the stove. And he walks over, and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he turns to my neighbor, Frances, and he says, can you believe this? Can you believe this? And she goes very casually, oh, this happens to Mary Ellen all the time. No, no. Like she was crazy because she was so non-reactive, but she was so used to it. But uh, describe this angel to us. The the angel um, was literally, uh, well, I, I'll send you a link so you can actually put it up on your website. I actually, I still have a picture of her. Well, describe it for our listeners right now. Um, she was six inches tall, four mm-hmm. inches across. She was between the two burners. It was on a yellow stone, so yeah. that brown tea stain really showed up. And she literally, she was looking to the side, and in one hand, she was holding what looks like a book, and the other hand was pointing to it, like when you go, oh, look at that. Her mm-hmm. ha- finger was pointing to it. And she has longish hair. She had a halo with sparkles around it. There were sparkles around the book. And she had a- this long dress with a fringe at the bottom. It looked like friggin' artwork. It, lo- it was so real. And it was a message to me that the-, the book was going to be okay. So I thought, oh, oh, I think this could be bigger than I imagined. So I went to the window and I said, dear God, if you, if you bring me opportunities, um, even though I'm scared, like I'm even nervous on your radio show because you're such a big guy. <laughs> oh, I am not. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> even if I'm scared, I will, have, I will step up into these opportunities. Well, I go back to the computer, I flip it on, first email, it's from Wisdom Radio, Oh, and my worst nightmare was a live TV show and uh, longer than, say, seven minutes. So there's an email from Wisdom Radio that says, Hi, my name is Jill. I'm going to be um, coming to the West Coast. Uh, would you like to be on my show? And I'm like, oh, 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 that's a pretty fast answer to that prayer. I said, okay. It was my first radio show. And then she goes, it'll be live mm-hmm. for two hours. And get this, Rob, on the floor of the National Broadcasting Association <laughs> Convention. Wow, that's cool. And I had to, I had to show up, I, and I bought a button that said, "Trust me, I'm a reporter." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, but but when God leads you places and and answers your prayers, then you have to become the right hand. God can't always show up in your life or spirit or the universe. Mm-hmm. He sends angels. And sometimes the angels you. 
Sometimes it takes you to be able to, like police officers. I don't know why I went down that street, they go. But all of a sudden, I went out of my way, went down that street, and either there was a car accident or somebody in need or somebody trapped. You see what I mean? Yeah. I, I sure and do. And so you, you just have to listen. Where do angels come from? I don't know, but I, uh, I, I don't know. When I had cancer, my friend Atira stayed with me, mm-hmm. and I knew people around the world were praying for me, and somebody in Denmark had said she'd send me prayers. So that night, uh, Atira stayed in the room with me because I'm scared out of the gazoo. Uh, the word is terrorized. And um, she goes, oh, there's angels in here. And I said, oh, where did they come from? Just like you, thinking they came, this one came from Denmark with a prayer, right? Mm-hmm. She's, and she got really quiet, and she goes, they said that they sit at the hem of God, and they've come because so many people are praying for you. And I was like, well, that's good enough for me. I guess. And and they lead animals. I remember when two dogs were lost once in Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a pet psychic giving a, um, a talk or a lecture or workshop. And just before it started, these two raggedy dogs, all muddy, showed up. And uh, she went out and she talked to them. She said, where are they from? And they said, well... We broke out of our fence, and we'd been running for two days, and we're tired and hungry. And what was funny is they were at a, a spa, <laughs> so they got the full makeup. And uh, they said, an angel told us to come here that you would help us. So I don't know if that answers your question, but um, good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. It's good enough. So yeah, it's good enough. Where, do you get... And they say, Mm-hmm. Do you get stories sent to you from all over the world about angels, miracles, and animals? Yes, I do, and I appreciate it, too, because when we hear a story like you've just heard, mm-hmm. it to me it's like a log floating down a river. You can grab it when you're trying to drown, you're not trying to drown, but when you're trying to save <laughs> your life, when you're feeling overwhelmed in your life or burdened or there's too much and you've been sucked into this river and you're floating down it, and all of a sudden there's a log you can grab to. That's what miracles are to me. Stories are miracles to me. They offer hope. They offer inspiration. They let us know our logs out there, and they'll be something that'll help us, too. Does everyone have their own guardian angel? Uh, I believe they have more than one guardian angel. And how do people know who their angels are? Uh some people hear their names. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's your favorite name that you've always, you know, let's say every doll you've ever had is called Susie or, um, you know, Christopher, or, you know. I, I've got to share something with you right now. I've never owned a doll. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call your trucks? I never had names for my cars or my trucks. Oh. Yeah, um, and they don't really matter about names. Uh, my husband's angel has a really odd name, and uh, I said to him, can't we get a better name? And he said, his angel said, names aren't important. It's just believing that they're there. Um, I want to tell you about one lady that had a, she loved St. Bernard's, and she was making Halloween costumes for mm-hmm. them, and she needed a model, so she called a friend that had one about the same age as the St. Bernard she was making the costume for out of state. And uh, so the lady brings over St. Bernard, and 
while they're fitting the costume on it, she said, would you mind keeping the dog overnight? She said, we're, we're moving, and our new landlord won't let us have a dog. We'd just like to know if it would work with your family, or maybe you could learn about its personality to tell your other St. Bernard-loving friends. And um, she said, oh, sure, no problem. It gives me a chance to try the costume on. Mm-hmm. And so that night, all the kids were fighting. I want to sleep with uh, the dog. I want to sleep hmm. with him. I want to sleep with him. She said, listen, let's all leave our doors open. He can sleep with who he wants. Now, apparently in the Alps, um, when someone's frozen or injured, a, a dog will lie on top of them to kind of keep them warm. So around four in the morning, the dog goes over to the woman's husband, and he's scratching and scratching and scratching, and the husband's like, oh, my God, another crazy St. Bernard. He's pushing him away, pushing him away, pushing him away. So the dog leaves and goes around, jumps up on the wife's side of the bed, lies on her, and he starts scratching the husband again. And the husband's like, what is it now? And he turns over, and there's his wife in full diabetic coma. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And what are the odds that that dog came that night and saved her life and got a new home all in once? <laughs> Isn't that? Those are wonderful stories. And, Thank you. Know, you. These are the kind of stories that people need to hear to give them hope, give them, give them something to look forward in life, something to believe in. Because in today's society... We need all the help we can get, and if we, and I'm sure that the angels are the way to go. I think stories solidify our belief. That's mm-hmm. why people love the Bible so much. It solidifies their belief. So, um, one other story. Uh, well, we've, you've got, heard we've, about, we've got about mm-hmm. a, we've got about uh, 20 seconds before I have to go for the break. So, why don't we do this? We'll continue this on the other side of this. Upcoming break, the final break here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, and my guest this hour, Mary Ellen. The X Chronicles newspaper is coming out this coming Wednesday. If you'd like to get your complimentary copy, all you need to do is go to xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And don't forget for all the programming that we have available 24 7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, just visit www xzbn.net that's www.xzbn.net this is the x zone i am rob mcconnell and this is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard it's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality and we come to you monday through friday from 10 p.m eastern until 2 a.m eastern right here on the channel that you have us on right now whether it's the x zone radio network, whether it's the Talkstar Radio Network, whether it's the Mutual Broadcast Network or iHeartRadio, we're here and we're going to be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. One of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce, is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201 934-8986 
or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www williamspeckham.com a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And, of course, the Exxon Radio Show is broadcast at different times during the day. To find out our broadcast schedule, just go to www.xzbn.net. Scroll down the page a little bit until you come to the broadcast schedule. And our code on that broadcast schedule is XZRS for Zone Radio Show. Mary Ellen is our guest. She is the Angel Scribe. Her website is www.angelscribe.com. Now, let me ask you a question here. What happens to a person or uh, to a person whose religious philosophy doesn't include angels? Are they taken care of as well? Oh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, I just believe so. I uh, Because this... People all over are talking about angels, and then people can change their mind at mm-hmm. any moment. Just because you've been taught one thing doesn't mean that's the right thing. The right thing is to listen to your heart, to become strong in who you are, to listen to your own guidance. You know, it's that quiet time that we take that right. changes who we are. Is your husband a believer? <laughs> 
my husband's very British, rigid, um, but he believes because he's seen it so many times. Uh, I, I remember when we were first got married. Remember, we'd been married in, like it's literally under a hundred days. Right. And when before we'd say a prayer at a meal, he'd wait for me to shake, and he goes, "Oh, good, she's plugged in." I used to think he was more religious than me because he took so long to pray. He could sit there and wait until I'd do this little shudder when spirit came through me, uh-huh. and then he'd say his prayer. She's plugged in. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. And I remember when he was uh, little, his his sister, who's 70, still teases him today about uh, his invisible friend. And I'm thinking, she shouldn't laugh, because that invisible friend has saved his life on numerous times, and my goodness, brought me into his life. He said a prayer over on the BC Ferry when he moved to Vancouver Island that he was ready to find someone, mm-hmm. that he was alone, and um, he finished his college, you know, and he had a career that he liked. I see. And he was unloading in uh, his apartment, and the elevator went up, and he's pushing out the fish mm-hmm. in his fish tank, half full of water. And I heard the elevator open, and I was so lonely because I just moved there. And I walked out, and there he is. I had cats in my apartment. He had fish. We were the only two in the whole building with pets. And I invited him for tea, and like I said, we were married literally in under 99 days. Wow. How, yeah. Because you said something here that, that I, I'm kind of confused about. You, you were saying, you, you said, I remember when he was little. Oh, oh, I remember stories. I'm dyslexic. Oh. I miss oh, words okay. every now and then. All right, all right. Cause uh, I remember stories when he was little about his invisible friend. Mm-hmm. They they always talked about his invisible friend. Sure. And his, and when he met me that day in the elevator, he said to his invisible friend to the rest of us, but not him, right. I think I've met my wife. And his, and his angel had said, yes, you have. And I think that's one reason our courtship was so fast. What words of wisdom do you have for people listening tonight about angels and how they should proceed and perceive their angels? Well, I have a an angel writing I've just pulled up. It's called Gold Under the Rainbow, mm-hmm. and this is one of the channeled messages. We radiate our joy out to those who desire in their hearts to grow, to expand their knowledge of spirit and their very essence. It's a wondrous thing to awaken from your life like a sleeping beauty and discover you in the middle of it. So many are so busy doing so many things that they never truly saw or felt themselves involved. Then once one begins to look inward and see themselves and their involvement in life, the world takes on a new, clear, and richer meaning. To discover you, to discover the essence of you, to discover God, to discover the creation of all that spirit is involved in, is discovering the elusive pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. As you connect all of this together, enjoy your true wealth, the wealth you carry in your soul, not in your pocket. Money you only carry temporary, the inner knowing of God and spirit, all that is, you carry for eternity. And here you find your greatest joy, for that is what wealth symbolizes. To some, amen. 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 I'd like you to tell me about Peanut. Peanut. Um, he is a rescue dog. He was afraid of the whole world. Mm-hmm. And one day, uh, Rossi's uh, dad said, oh, let me take Peanut for a walk. She says, okay, but don't let him off his leash because he, he'll just run. He, he was a, you know, a dog on the loose in Mexico. He'll just run. 
And so her dad takes him for a walk and walks him about a mile, and he's got good rapport with Peanut, and he thinks that um, it's okay. So he reaches a dog park, lets him off leash. Peanut darts across the dog park, darts across a major four-lane road and into a huge subdivision in Vancouver and up the mountain. Everybody's thinking they're never going to see Peanut again. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then it's wintertime last year, all the frigid weather descends on us it snows like crazy there's snow everywhere and this is a tiny little chihuahua dog oh, gosh. everybody's looking everybody the dog park knows peanut's name nobody can find him and uh, my friend brought in a pet psychic that didn't help she put her clothes in little piles where they thought they'd seen the dog the only footprints they saw were coyote footprints and raccoon footprints and she's thinking oh my poor little dog and he's from Mexico, he's a chihuahua, he doesn't have long fur, it's been two weeks. And then one night, a lady goes outside, I thought she saw something from her peripheral vision and went mm -hmm. and checked closer, and there's Peanut underneath a bush. And so she calls her girlfriend over and they corral Peanut and call my friend minutes later. So um, it was just a miracle, the dog wasn't eaten and somebody found it and knew about the dog. That is, that is another truly miracle. But tell me, how have you affected shelters? Well, what's interesting with my uh, pet column in the Cottage Grove Sentinel mm -hmm. is that uh, people have read the stories. They'll be driving down I-5 to pick up the newspaper. They'll love the article. They'll go on to Facebook or ask to be on my e-newsletter and receive them. Mm -hmm. And as they found out our tiny community was drowning in unneutered uh, cats and dogs, they started to send money. And we've received over $20,000 in donations for neuter and spay and injured animals and to help with the rehoming because there's just volunteers in our town, and they've been overwhelmed. So it's just done wonderful things for our community. And the other thing is, by the constant talking about a dog park, mm -hmm. they, uh, one gentleman donated his... Um, land behind his car wash for a dog park. It was so popular. They're now, uh, the city has just bought some land across from the high school for a dog park for large and a section for small dogs. Geez, do they so, call the, uh, do they call the park behind the car wash the park and wash? You know, while your dog <laughs> is taking a wash. The park and wash? Yeah, park and wash or oh park my, and wash, yeah. Oh, oh, I've got to let the city hall know that. That's a good idea. <laughs> but I've always thought calling them the, um, Oh, the Bark Park would be yeah. good. But I noticed there's a business in Vancouver by Stanley Park, and it and it's called that uh, the Stanley Bark. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pets make a smile. Yes, they do. Uh, we've got three little girls, and um, you know all our all our children are growing. They they take care of their own families, and it's nice to see them. But it's also nice to see them go home because they've left the nest, and you know. <laughs> that's the way it goes. But our three little girls, our three little dogs, they are our kids. And I'll tell you something, they're, they are special. They are very special. And animals give it's you their, unconditional love. It's their souls. Yeah. When you look in their eyes, mm -hmm. you know there's a thinking, yeah. loving, compassionate, caring animal. And even if they've come from horrific conditions like these rescues, mm -hmm. you take them in their home... All we want to do is give you love, Rob. That's right. Oh, I know that. I know that to be true. I know that to be true. Do Let's, we have much time left? About a minute and a half. Oh darn. Okay, I'll tell you real quick. All so right, one tell of me a my quirky. friends, 
cat stood up on the back of her couch. Mm-hmm. He had been sleeping. Pope Francis came on at Christmas time, and that cat sat straight up, lifted its paw up like a little boy scout. The entire time, Pope Francis talked, and when he was done, the cat laid down and curled up again. Well, that can be interpreted quite a few ways. Well, the gentleman ended up being very sick shortly thereafter, and it was almost like the cat was accepting prayers. And then the gentleman recovered, so I don't know. I'm Mm. a believer. I I am too, but what about coincidence? What about synchronicities? Where do they come in? And do we put everything to faith where common sense can be implied? I don't know. Aren't we out of time? (laughs) I believe in synchronicities. That's Mm -hmm. when God brings moments of divine time together for something beautiful to happen. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, Mary Ellen. Continued success and exonation. If you'd like to find out more about Mary Ellen, visit her website at www.angelscribe.com. www.angelscribe.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can always find out what is on air at any time, day or night, here on the Exxon Broadcast Network by going to our website, www.xzbn.net. And I'd like to say hello to all our listeners listening to us on AM 1600 and KOHI in the beautiful state of Oregon. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I'll be back. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. 
We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.